All right, Anthony on Air Podcast back for another episode, a two-minute Tuesday, a recap of what happened in the trial today. Of course, this is day 17. Jury deliberations continue. Fourth full day of jury deliberations, and we've come down to progress versus Omicron. Plus, I have a little update on Prince Andrew versus Virginia Jufri. That case, which is progressing, uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Our episode, of course, brought to you by our good pals over at Jumpstar Coffee Company. Link in the description below. More on them in a moment. Here's what happened today. It was obviously a full day of jury deliberations, but it's becoming more and more clear that as cases of Omicron and uh, the uh, coronavirus in general are spiking everywhere in the world, especially in New York City where this uh, case is being held, um, we're looking at a race against time here. I know me personally... I know seven people right now that uh, have tested positive over the course of the last several days. I keep hearing from people who know people that are testing positive. It seems like the numbers are running out of control. It is actually kind of amazing that these 12 jurors have not come in contact with anybody and were able to resume deliberations yesterday on December 27th and today on December 28th. But that was basically the topic in the courtroom today, as I said, it was a full day of complete jury deliberations. Um, and uh, Judge Allison Nathan starting to discuss the idea of having the jurors come in every single day and doing a full day being 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, there was discussion before the jury was uh, brought into the room to talk about this. And then there was discussion with the jury in the room. Judge Allison Nathan said outside of the jury's presence, quote, we are simply uh, at a different place regarding the pandemic than we were one week ago. Uh, she cited all the astronomical spike in cases. She said that uh, she's going to extend the jury's hours to 6 p.m. and would also have the jury's continued deliberations through the holiday weekend, if necessary, until they reach a verdict. Simply put, she said, I conclude that proceeding this way is the best chance to both give the jury as much time as they need and avoid a mistrial as a result of the Omicron variant. Uh, at about 5 p.m. today during deliberations, for the first time ever, the jury sent a note to Judge Allison Nathan saying, and I quote, our deliberations are moving along and we are making progress. Uh, end quote. So that's the first time we've heard from the jury that they're making progress. What that means, I don't know. You would have to think it is actually a good sign for the prosecution with them saying we're making progress because if they were, the longer this kind of goes on, the better it is for the defense. The fact that they're kind of going to wrap it up, at least my interpretation, my gut feeling, even though I still kind of feel like she's going to get off, um, is that there's maybe a couple of questions or one or two jurors left uh, that are kind of, well, what about this and what about that? And there's a few issues maybe to kind of, uh, you know, take care of or convince or revisit before they uh, are able to deliver a verdict. So I think that's a good sign for the prosecution today. That happened, like I said, just around five o'clock uh, at the day. Uh, addressing the jurors at the end of the day, Judge Allison Nathan said she would ask them to work through the rest of the week, including Thursday and Friday. They had originally planned to have that off, similar to Christmas. They had an extended weekend for Christmas. We're going into New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. 
uh, at the end of this week. And uh, she's basically saying, we, we're going to need you to come in Thursday and Friday. She did not, when the jury joined the courtroom, discuss uh, her plan to have them work through the weekend. Kind of a smart move there. You would think, you know, coming in Saturday morning, New Year's Day, after partying like New Year's Eve, not going to be a fun thing for any of the jurors. That might uh, force them to uh, hasten their deliberations and just kind of move in one direction or the other just to get it done and over with. Nobody wants that. Uh, so Judge Allison Nathan holding that back from the jurors uh, as of right now. Um, this is after, of course, we talked about the fact that they have made uh, rules and regulations, protocols, if you will, stricter in the courtroom. They are now requiring a N95 mask on everybody as opposed to just a face covering, which they had uh, previously required. Uh, interesting note on this and what would happen should one of the jurors come down with COVID. Let's talk about that after we throw our plug in for our good pals over at Jumpstart Coffee Company. You know I love their coffee. Best coffee I've ever had, by the way. Makes a great gift. People have been buying it all for the holidays. I can't wait to see some of the reviews that come in from all the sales that we had uh, in December. I love them because it tastes great. And of course, great coffee, great cause. 50% of their profits go to the Navy SEAL Foundation. They're uh, our veterans and their families. That's truly extraordinary. Uh, it is uh, fresh roasted, delivered in these wonderful uh, bags that uh, are not affected by weather whatsoever. They'll ship great. As you can see, they've got several blends, the medium roast, the dark roast, the espresso blend, the light roast, and of course the uh, decaf blend. Uh, there's just tons of different uh, purchasing options. You can get wholesale if you want to have it thrown into the office there for everybody to enjoy. Uh, Jumpstart Coffee Company, they're absolutely the best. They support the podcast, so if you want to support us, Please support them. You'll also be supporting the veterans, which is a win-win-win all the way around. Uh, link in the description below, or you can click the banner on the homepage of anthonyonair.com. Use that promo code AOA15 to get 15% off your order. And of course, you can do the old subscribe and save. You can have uh, the uh, Jumpstart delivered to you each and every month. Right there is the option you could see on the screen. Beautiful thing there. This way you never have to worry about your coffee ever again. You'll just get your bag or two or three, however much you consume in your household, delivered to your home each and every single month. And you're saving 15% on that. Again, promo code AOA15. Hop on that, subscribe, and save. It is a great way to kind of get your 2022 off to a good start, a jump start. Um, this is what I found interesting. I did a little digging on Judge Allison Nathan. So... I mean, obviously, the last time we sort of faced this issue was March 2020 when the pandemic was just getting underway. So what would happen if one of the jurors came down with an illness? Uh, you can say uh, you can the defense can come out and say, well, if you rush the jury to to make a decision that could come up in their appeal, you know, that could be a part of their appeal process like, hey, you know, they're rushing the jury. They couldn't make a decision. It's unfair. That's going to be the basis of our appeal. Uh, a note on that, Judge Allison Nathan said, and I'm quoting here, of course, by this, I don't mean to pressure you in any way. You should take all the time that you need when she was giving the jury instruction about what she would be doing and the fact that it kind of, 
they kind of want to get this in and get this done and over with, get a verdict before New Year's. But that's why she put that little, take your time, we're not pressuring you, just so you know, because they don't want that to be the basis of an excuse of an appeal, as I said. What happens if a juror gets uh, coronavirus? In March of 2020, Judge Allison Nathan did get confronted with this very issue. She was overhearing a case, overseeing a case, hearing a case. Um, one of the jurors came down with COVID, and she used the um, she used the basically the excuse not the excuse but the idea of extraordinary circumstances and allowed that juror that was sick to continue their jury duty via FaceTime. Uh, she says, and I quote, we are under extraordinary circumstances. That was her quote at the time. We are under extraordinary circumstances. So she allowed one of the jurors to uh, continue their deliberations remotely from their apartment. Uh, it was a mail via FaceTime. So super interesting. The idea of if one of these jurors comes down with COVID, what does that mean? Do they bring in an alternate? Can they do that at this point? Um, or can they just literally do this remotely? It appears that she will allow it to be done remotely. Now, I'm sure the defense is going to have an issue with that. They're going to have an issue with everything. They're going to raise every issue that they possibly can, do whatever they can, you know, to make this as difficult as possible with the idea of they'll have an excuse to get Ghislaine off eventually. Um, but um, I know we had sort of pondered this several times throughout the course of the trial, like what would happen, and this might be a thing. Now, if it's one, possibly two, can she do it? If it's five, I mean, I don't know what happens there. Um, as I said, I'm here in New York. I'm on Long Island. Uh, I'm a, an hour away from the courthouse. Um, I know, obviously, the city is always worse than, you know, even during 2020, the city had it worse than we had out here on the island. Um, but I, as I said, um, I've got family members um, that have come down with it. I've got uh, friends, other people that I know. Um, it seems like everybody is getting this, uh, this surge right now. This surge is hitting this area particularly hard. You look at all the numbers across the board, they're up like crazy, um, and it's going to have an impact. Like You can clearly feel that even though she's not trying to give the jury any sort of impression that uh, they're under the gun, she can't, Judge Allison Nathan, she is trying to get this done and wrapped up as fast as possible. Now, their note, again, they've sent several notes. They've asked for post-its, whiteboards. Every indication that we got from them yesterday and the days prior was that this is actually going to be a long deliberation. Because if you're looking for post-it notes and, and testimony and three-ring binders and all this kind of stuff, you're looking at organized people that are going to have a long sort of debate on what's going on here. But this, our deliberations are moving along and we are making progress. Does that mean this gets wrapped up Wednesday, December 29th? Does that mean they can get it done by Thursday, December 30th? Um, can they get it done before New Year's Eve? You know, a lot of people, a lot of people work on New Year's Eve, half a day, 12, one o'clock. Some people are off at five o'clock. Most parties don't even start until eight o'clock at night. I think that Judge Allison Nathan is looking at this going, we, we got through Christmas, which was a miracle because here we sit December 28th. And again, I heard, Two people today I know 
know somebody or somebody in their family came down with COVID. Um, so I think we're going to start to see that, you know, again, over the next two or three days, this case is spiking from all the Christmas gatherings. Um, I think she's thinking, can I roll the dice twice here? Can we make it through New Year's Eve now and expect all 12 of these people to come through with no issue? I mean, you're asking a lot of people. I don't think any of the jurors skip their holiday uh, gatherings. You know, I don't know how many of them celebrate Christmas, but I'm sure out of the 12, a, a fairly decent amount was planning on getting together with family. I'm sure none of them skipped that. Asking people to skip New Year's, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. You know, that's a tough thing to do. And you can ask them all you want. You can't follow, you know, you can't actually physically get them to do it. They can still go, you know. So um, it remains to be seen, again, if she could roll the dice twice, you know, and allow them to go. I'm sure she's sitting there and just hoping with her fingers crossed <clears throat> that this thing could get wrapped up before Friday um, and uh, they won't have to worry about it. Then they'll go to sentencing and they're on out. Subscribe for the podcast, by the way, because we're going to carry this all the way through no matter how long it lasts. And here's the other thing. If you've been enjoying our Galen recaps or even our full podcast with Frankie C and Jay Sams, we will recap the day's news. We give you a little information. We entertain you a little. We goof off. We joke around. Uh, I think that's how we all like to get our news these days. It kind of helps ease some of the more serious issues. Make sure you're subscribed on Facebook, YouTube. We're on Spotify video now. Uh, like Joe Rogan, we're one of the few uh, podcasts that were invited to put our video feed on Spotify so you can watch us there. You can watch us on Facebook, on YouTube, like I said. Uh, you can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're at all the normal places that people listen to podcasts. Spotify. You can listen on Spotify. You don't have to watch. Uh, we're all over the place. So make sure you subscribe wherever you are. It is truly, truly important, especially if you're on Facebook or YouTube huge to subscribe there it's also big to write hit those thumbs up i know it's annoying i hate watching videos where people ask it matters though the algorithm it all helps podcast is growing tremendously we had a huge 2021 i thank you for that um but uh i want to make sure you're, you're subscribed because we're going to have so much more post galane uh case in point the prince andrew case i got a little update for you on that uh, we're going to be following that as that heads into uh, court eventually, if it does get there. But much like with Ghislaine, we'll handle the pre-court stuff, any news there. Again, like I said, we'll mix it in with our regular podcast along with the daily news. And then if it does go to trial, we'll have our daily updates for that case as well. Um, but here's the latest of what's going on today. Uh, the uh, I don't want to say defense team because they haven't gone to court yet. But basically, Prince Andrew's team has um, filed with the courts what they're calling, let me make sure I got this right so I don't screw this up for everybody. They're going for a, let me see here, limited jurisdictional discovery. What they're basically saying is, hold on a second, Virginia Roberts Jeffrey filed this case in New York. Remember, she filed it because New York State specifically had a deadline that you can file these uh, crimes, the sex crimes, uh, you know, with uh, without having that um, that lapse of time. Uh, you can get it in under a certain day. I forget what day it was, but she filed, she got it in in time. That meant that you know the the previous time, even though time had gone too far, you could get it in. 
That's basically what happened. When she filed it, she said that her place of residence was Colorado. Now, Prince Andrew's lawyers are saying, hold on a second. We know that she's living in Australia. We know that she's been there for the past 19 some odd years. Uh, All but two of those 19 years, she's lived entirely in Australia. She has a $1.9 million Australian dollar home in Perth in Western Australia. Uh, Her and her husband have been living there and raising children together. Uh, They've been putting, they've basically submitted all this information. Uh, She alleges that she is a citizen of the state of Colorado. Prince Andrew's team is saying that basically she just registered to vote in Colorado and she used her mother and her stepfather's mailing address there. Not since October of 2015 has she been uh, in the United States. So this is what their team is saying now. So they're kind of saying, you know, live in Colorado. Prince Andrew certainly isn't in America. Why is this court, why is this case being filed in the United States? It's one thing if it's a United States citizen filing this case. But if you don't, I mean, if you have them living in Australia now, they're saying, we don't have a case. You can't do it. We'll see what happens. This is limited jurisdictional discovery. Uh, Prince Andrew's attorneys are asking for that and a stay on all other discovery before formally challenging jurisdiction. So again, much like we've seen with Ghislaine, let's see how many technicality cards we can play here to get this uh, thrown out before we have to actually go to trial. And we know that this has been at least the third or fourth one for Prince Andrew. I remember they tried to say that they don't have jurisdiction over a royal family. They tried to stop him from being served. If you remember, we talked about that on previous uh, podcast episodes. This whole elaborate thing about you have to literally serve somebody. And Virginia's uh, lawyers were very smart on how they did that. There were several ways. They knew the law and they were able to serve the prince, uh, which was a huge step in the process. We'll see if this will hurt them. The fact that she doesn't actually physically live in uh, Colorado. Uh, I don't know the law on this, and I don't know if many people do. And I think either way, it's going to come down to a judge's decision. So we'll keep you posted on that. That's why I'm saying make sure you're subscribed to our channel. Check out our podcasts. Even when we get into non-Jeffrey Epstein type stuff, I think you'll find the podcast quite entertaining. Uh, In fact, a lot of our regulars are complaining about the amount of Ghislaine Maxwell coverage, uh, which is, you know, obviously going to slow down after she gets uh, sentenced or gets off. Um, But we'll keep our eye on uh, the Prince Andrew stuff because, again, this is all very fascinating and and, uh, I know informative for a lot. Uh, But the podcast has so much more to offer. So make sure you subscribe. Check out the full episodes. I think you'll enjoy what you hear from myself, Frankie C., and Jay Sabs. When the whole team is together, the podcast is never as good. Appreciate you guys for watching and or listening. Thanks so much for uh, buying your Jumpstart Coffee Company. Again, supporting them is not only support uh, for the coffee company and the podcast, but our troops as well. Truly extraordinary organization right there. Hop on your Jumpstart Coffee Company. 15% off when you use the promo code AOA15. Order with the link in the description below. Appreciate you guys so much. Catch you on the next one.